Recorded live. Hi, this is John Patrick Barry. I play James Banks III and Brown Coats Redemption, and you're listening to Sci Fi Saturday Night. Sci Fi Saturday Night. Computer, status report. Don't blink. Don't even blink. Blink and you're dead. No! It's wrong! Sci-fi Saturday night. Tonight, Frankie B. Washington brings us zombies versus cheerleaders. Elizabeth Terrell from Browncoat's movie brings us the latest redemption news. Welcome to the July 17th, 2010 edition of Sci-Fi Saturday Night. I am the domes in the catacombs underneath Area 51 with my canaries to keep check of the oxygen levels. Join us tonight from the Alston Brighton Hellmouth outside of Boston with her El Cabong soundboard. It's Kriana. I'll get you my pretties. <laughs> from the four color vault of comics in manchester new hampshire the man who once drew pictures of marilyn monroe on the thighs of the entire band veruca salt while humming a medley of pete townsend tunes illustrator x under the streets and the formerly living sweetheart of sigma kai the dead redhead Hi, everyone. I hope you're cooler than I am. <laughs> There's nobody you on. Nobody at all. And I, I do mean that because it's very, very hot. It is. It's present, so of course it is. Listen to you. Oh, hey, guys. It's been one interesting week, hasn't it? It always is. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, I'm throwing the ball into the court. Who wants to start? Where do we want to go? Who wants to go first? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Me, me, me. Okay. <laughs> yes, Warshak. Mr. So Kata, Mr. Kata. I, I believe we were talking about how awesome Dark Shadows was. We was? And were. even though I've only seen the more recent version, there's going to be oh, another course. even more recent version with, what? Johnny Depp. Uh, I've heard that before. I'll believe it when I see it. It's being written by the guy who wrote Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh! Did he do Pride and Prejudice and Zombie Book, too? No, it's a different guy, but maybe the same publisher. Oh, okay. Let me tell you, Johnny Depp is Barnabas Collins. They better have newspaper or something to pick well, um, fluids off the floor, I tell you. People will be, women will be swooning about if that happens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Yes, well, they should be. If and they all swoon, come on, it's Johnny Depp. Come on. If you <laughs> Barnabas, that means Tim Burton will direct and we'll have the Tales from oh. the Crypt theme from Danny Elfman. Oh. <laughs> but you know, you know what? So what? I'm good with that. Does that I mean that uh, Helen totally. Carter, Carter gets to do the whole... My name is Victoria Winters. <laughs> uh, what it means is they'll get Paul Fusco as Alf to play the werewolf character. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, I'll yes. go see it. I'll go see it. I'll see it. Oh, no Definitely. kidding. Yeah, yeah no, oh, I just Johnny saw... Depp 
be. Someone will see it. <laughs> I just saw the Tim Burton retrospective, and um, it's yeah, just reflecting on everything he's done. It makes you makes you smile real big if you're if you're any if you're like me. Well, it's funny because uh, um, Depp was on Letterman last night. It was a rerun, and uh, he was talking uh, about uh, meeting the dinner he had with Vincent Price during Edward Scissorhands. Awesome. And, you know, you just... Edward Scissorhands, first of all, was a movie. And and Vincent Price, the the beginning of that movie, the first five, ten minutes of that movie was just seminal work. Just beautiful work. And the last ten minutes of it was also amazing. And Elfman's score was just dynamic and beautiful. It was... I'm sorry, am I pontificating? Yes. Okay. Yeah, just Tough shit. We, got rid of- we all loved Edward Scissorhands. Okay, yeah. you, you know what? In the words of Edward Norton, Hulk smash. Oh. <laughs> but he can't say that anymore. He's he not allowed know. to say it anymore. Yeah, he kind of screwed news. himself. Bad call on that one. And that was a real shame because I really thought he did a great job. I know there he has his detractors, but I thought he did a great job. Ah. Well, what's he up against? The Ang Lee version, or 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 or, or the uh, the TV show, the Bill Bixby version? Of the three of them, yeah, he was the best. There's no he question. He was the best. Yeah, he actually showed respect for the uh, TV series That's as right. well as bringing a little bit of the new stuff in. So, you you know, everyone knows what the reason why he he wasn't uh, chosen again. I heard that he was kind of difficult to work with. He wouldn't well, sleep with Stan Lee, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh snap. <laughs> Stand no, please, please, again. go ahead. Nah, I, I don't Why know. Why not? I, I just think it was kind of messed up that um, he said that, that what he what the, what they had responded saying that um, he was very difficult and all this other stuff. I think that's I don't know stuff like that happens, you know, on sets. That's yeah. True. Ask Christian Bale; he'll yeah, be happy to tell you. <laughs> you know, come on. Uh, you know what it is? My my theory is just that I, I think what's, going, what's happening now with Marvel is that Marvel's going to be bringing that the attitude of how they deal with comics into the film industry. That means that for artists, for instance, if they want to change an artist on a book, they'll just change an artist. So that same mentality might be brought into production on films. If you notice how Terrence Howard was easily replaced by Don Cheadle. Yeah, you know, oh, no, so, yep. so you're starting to see something like that where they're like, okay, fine. Like, look at Tobey Maguire. Now do yep. Brandon Man movie and, you know, whatever. So, you know, I, you're starting to see a small little trend starting to form now. So, I don't know. I don't know what that's okay, going to say. I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure that Tobey Maguire is a great loss. No, no, uh, I don't think it's a great uh, loss. But I, I don't know. It's like if you look at how much money was so invested into that, it's like, wow, I... I don't know. I'm sorry. I didn't think it was that good in any of them. But like that's just me. I, I, I actually like the second one. With Doc oh, oh, the second one was great. I, I think yeah. the second one's the best superhero movie I've ever seen. Yeah, that was amazing. It, it felt, it felt like I was best, reading Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> the best superhero movie you've ever seen? Would you <laughs> care to just slightly back away from that one just a little Uh-oh. bit? Uh-oh. Not at all. It's an excellent film. Yeah, I, I was yeah, that, I that, made that me feel like 
It made me feel like I was reading one of the later Ditko's or early Ramita's senior issues. You know, it's like it's it's like we pick up, we're continuing. It yeah. it had the best super, uh, Spider-Man villain. I'm sorry, Doctor. Yeah, Octopus he was the best. Was, I got okay. Tell. That I'll give you. Yeah, Doctor Octopus was yeah. probably the best Superman, uh, best Spider-Man villain around. Mm-hmm. But to say that that was the best superhero movie uh, you've ever yeah. seen. Sorry. Uh, okay, not what are you two going to say? What Dude, are you two going to say? Monkey bone doesn't count, dog. Ah! Oh, <laughs> someone's digging in the bag now. Wow. <laughs> Monkey bone. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow you're going to diss Brendan Fraser? You can go straight to... <laughs> and, and why don't we just go a little deeper and just go for Howard the Duck then? And, uh, <laughs> that's an easy target. Oh, that was so bad. Uh, we're not going to have any foul play here tonight. Oh. <laughs> Dome, I, I hold you completely <laughs> responsible for all of this. Ever since he started with the Spider-Robinson books, it's constantly like this. Which, okay. by the way, I, I finished two more this week. Thank you very much, Dome. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> they're excellent. I can't get enough of the guy now. Is it yeah? Isn't it just amazing how how what an easy, wonderful, friendly, tremendous read it is? Yes. Anyway, so that we can get through all of our news items. <laughs> oh, we're never going to get through all our news <laughs> items. We <laughs> never do. Did you <laughs> see the Green Lantern images? Woo-hoo! Yes. I, yes. It's okay. I think Ryan, uh, whatever his name is, is uh, going to look good. Uh, Gonna look hey, good. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. It. It. it, it Spider Man, but it looks okay. <laughs> He's Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited. You know, Reynolds. Reynolds is gonna probably do uh, a better than decent job. I'm just hoping the script is up for it. That everybody and it is. I'm just glad we've lived long enough to see movies with decent enough special effects to handle Green Lantern. Agreed. Agreed. That's very good. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna I wanna be able to say that when Wonder Woman comes out. <laughs> uh, that's my that's my well, character. Well, that that's not gonna have so much for special effects as it is for good writing. I, mean, I wanna see like a level of like three hundred. But mixture what? like heroes, though you know, like what a sense of heroes and, and but the Amazons, you know, George Perez that like take what happened, his whole run and just do that. I completely agree. Yeah. In Boston. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She was based on Boston. interest. Oh God! Oh God! We're all gonna die. The George Perez run and George, if you're out there, please. I am one of your biggest fans for your. We all are. Oh, I am. <laughs> you just, other than the man who created her, Dr. Moulton, um, oh. it was just. It's Damn. what her writing should be at. No offense to any of the guys who, or or lady, or ladies who took over at. But I'm sorry, his run was just so definitive, and she was what you wanted Wonder Woman to be. That's right. Amen. Wow. Well, the gospel. Well, the gospel sister. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. Gospel <laughs> of Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. did a great run. Man. Yep. Well, we got a new group starting with now that Straczynski's writing it, and we'll see where that goes. Yeah. I mean, I was. I did want to bring up the fact that. Um, the first issue, the first full issue of Straczynski's run on Superman, 
He's writing Superman and Wonder Woman now, and I haven't read Wonder Woman yet, but this issue of Superman, I think it's the best single issue of Superman I've read Wow. post-crisis. I mean, this is so good. I just want to read something here out loud for a minute. The whole point is... Okay, be nice. Let him pontificate. <laughs> I was going to say, he's acting like you, Dom. Why? <laughs> Wait, I'll go shave my head. All right. The whole issue was Superman is just going for a walk and all the things that happen. And at one point, this guy runs up to him and, and starts yelling at him, how dare he? says, I mean, shouldn't you be out saving the world or something? You're a hero, right? Isn't that what heroes do? Superman responds, to be a hero, and I'm not saying I am one, I'm just saying, is to live your life in a small cell whose bars are the principles and rules that define what you will and will not accept. Injustice, cruelty, murder. On the night they threw Henry Thoreau in jail for civil disobedience, a friend came to see him saying, Henry, what are you doing in there? Thoreau said, no. The question is, what are you doing out there? If I am lucky enough, privileged enough to live in that cell, to serve in that box with the word hero written on it, then I say to you from somewhere deep inside that box, what are you doing out there? Woo! Superman is quoting Sounds like an alien. Oh, I mean, I freaking... This <laughs> gives me tingles. I mean, it's not... X was almost crying, I'm guys. just like... What? <laughs> this is wonderful. He's he's act he's oh. I'm gonna say that to somebody next time I'm out in the street. Okay, the beauty of what Straczynski's doing here is he's taking good writing and putting it back into comic books. Yeah. That's the key. That's the trick. I mean, you can have great looking panels. Sure. But if you don't have a good story and yep. decent, solid writing to back it up, it's just a bunch of pretty shit. Do you remember when characters used to think and, and reflect on stuff? Hell yeah. Remember how cool that was? Yeah. That was great. Man, I love that stuff. Remember when they used to have the comic code and they'd have the little thing up there you know, and it would have to be approved? And then there was, I think, a Spider-Man where the word drugs got used and yeah. all of it, they, they refused, the comic code refused to give its seal of approval. Yep. And it, that, that was like a turning point where writers were able to go, you know what, we can go beyond vanilla little tap dances here and oh, my heart's breaking because she went away to some real issues. Straczynski's taking it to the next level and well, I do, love that. Do you even remember when artists did the covers as well as the inside artwork as well? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I do. <laughs> Brianna, no comment? <laughs> she doesn't remember that far back. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sweetie, you have to comment or it's just no good staying up past your bedtime, okay? <laughs> Oh. Sorry, I'm, I'm immersed in a chat conversation. We have a conspiracy theorist among us. Yes. Um, in the talk show chat room. I, oh. I'm not no. even going to give the theory any any airtime because I think Dome will take it and run with it. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now I'm curious. Uh, and Travis, thank you for doing a good job and shooting that down because I just don't have the energy. <laughs> Fair enough. I just uh, don't. I, but let's see. What else have we got here? Um, hey, how about The Walking Dead? Excited. How about them? Wicked now, do excited. we need do we need another zombie thing at this point? We need this. They're zombie coming out, boy. I just finished seeing Zombie Land. And I loved it. So good. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Just look, they were so seat. cool yeah. that they put all their extras through zombie school so that yep. everyone would move the right way. And they put them through scenarios like, what if a zombie had to sit down? What if a zombie had to bend over and get That's something? Good. How would they That's move? Great. They're being spectacular about the whole thing. And if you haven't seen the makeup yet, go oh, to yeah. AMC's Walking Dead blog link to which will be posted you know guys i um we were talking before the show a little bit uh, about about vampires and uh my my real passion is in zombies and i just love doing zombie makeup it's one of the most creative processes you can engage in um if you're into special effects creation on the spot. Well, have you seen their, their makeup and their time lapse? Like how their conception of how one of them decays over time? Wow. Mm-hmm. It, it's fabulous. Well, that's what I wanted to throw out my little story about having been a George Romero zombie. We, at, at, when we were doing Day of the Dead, at one point this young aspiring actress, I don't know who she was, but went up to George. We were all in a room at he was going to be filming us just popping out of the room. And this one young lady went over to him and said, now, George, I need to know what my motivation is. <laughs> and George very calmly looked at because he's like six foot three or four or something. And very calmly looked down at her and he said, you're a zombie. You're dead. <laughs> nice. you know? That's so dead on. Um, uh, ha ha. Okay, didn't mean to do. But um, I got to meet George Romero pretty recently um, when he was promoting Survival of the Dead, and he's. He, he, I. It's actually, and I'll put the I'll put the link in the show notes. But um, he did a whole Q and A with the audience, and we did a zombie walk beforehand, and he was just, you know, he loved it, and he stopped and talked to everyone possible. Nicest guy ever. Tall. Ridiculously Very tall. tall. Yeah. I mean, unreal. Now, when is that coming out, Survival of the Dead? Oh, it's been out. Oh, it's been out? I think it, yeah. it is out now. Um, it? It's just oh. trying to find it. Yeah. I think it's going to be on DVD very shortly. Oh, gee, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll catch it. I'll catch it on DVD then. Yeah. They tend to do that to George's movies. Um, he doesn't have a good track record with Hollywood. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know neither what? do we. Here's the crap <laughs> yeah, out of people so who cares. That's so true. Hey, guys, uh, we got a quick uh, rest in peace this week for uh, James P. Hogan. Uh, James was an uh, uh, art science fiction writer. Born in London, lived in uh, L.A., lived in uh, Orlando, Florida, uh, wrote what is called unusual science fiction books. He did some amazing stuff. Uh, 
Inherit the Stars, the Genesis Machine, Thrice Upon a Time, Voyage from Yesterday, the Minervan Experiments. He got into, towards the end of his work, some uh, fringe or pseudoscience. He believed in catastrophism and uh, believed that AIDS was caused by pharmaceutical rather than HIV. So he was one of the AIDS denialists. Oh, dear. Yeah. So towards the end, he got a, a little on the squirrely side. and uh, But, you know, his body of work is quite a kind of really good and for those of you who are interested readers I'll be posting the link off Wikipedia with his bibliography so uh, you can drop in and take a look at it uh, we've actually lost two giants this week Dome uh, because there he goes there goes Speed Racer oh no oh yeah yeah I heard about that wow Peter Fernandez yep. the actor voice director and the guy who wrote the American theme song of Speed Racer passed away this past And he played Racer X, who, unbeknownst to Speed Racer, is really his cousin. Right. <laughs> ha, I have made a mistake. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, so I have another very special guest that I'm going to bring in right now. I think you'll recognize him. Why, yes, you do, oddly enough. <laughs> hmm... Is it George Romero? Hmm. Hello. I have a theme song for him, and it would be. <laughs> Hi, Mike. Hi, Sci-Fi Saturday Nighters. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Doherty, producer director of Brown Coats Redemption. Good yes. to have you with us. Yay. Yay. I know so, uh, much I'm here with uh, two awesome brown coats and the uh, costume design. And, and the and costume scotch. designer. Awesome. Do you need knitted it, costumes for the next one? Because I'm all with the knitting. <laughs> we haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, when you get there, let me know. I need plenty of time. I'm not very fast at it. Okay. So, so what trouble have I interrupted so far? Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about the guy who did Speed Racer. Yeah. Yes. And James Hogan died. And we were about to talk about Brown Coats Redemption with uh, Elizabeth. Ooh, ooh. Is it Elizabeth, I see you on the call. Oh, just fell into a bug yeah. zapper. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I did. Wow. So I didn't yeah. need to interrupt. Right, so I just wanted to right pop in and say hi. Driver there. <laughs> Okay, guys, we need to calm down just a little bit. Well, I'll tell you shift. There we go. Much better. So, Elizabeth. Yeah. Hi. Well, okay. Let's yep, talk I, about Brian Coach Redemption for a little bit. What? Please. That sounds like a great plan. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Elizabeth Terrell, and I on the side of Brown Coats for Redemption, and uh, you can check us out at browncoatsmovie.com. And I just wanted to give you guys an update. Um, we totally wrecked shore leave last weekend. That was just uh, up north of Baltimore. And um, you can go uh, take a look at our panel on youshow.tv. It's recorded, so it's video on demand. You can watch it whenever you'd like, and I promise you can you can just, you know, listen to it, too, and be totally cracked up. Um, 
And I also, um, I noticed right before we went on air tonight that we are really close to breaking 3,000 fans on Facebook. Can we In borrow fact, some? I'm sorry? Can we borrow some fans? Like, Yeah, we could use a few on ours as well. That's hey, fine with me. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's cool. I would we'll return them to... in good repair. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as they're in good repair. I mean, if they weren't, then hmm. You have to return them in one piece. Just return all the pieces. Well, that's. Well, yeah. I think we we can, we can manage that. <laughs> so um, last I well right before on um, we had fifty nine to go. I think uh, I think we can handle that. Fifty nine, like tonight, in the next, you know, three and a half hours. I, I think we can do that. We put a special prize. Anybody disagree there? Tonight. Good. <laughs> you shouldn't. Um, so if if fifty nine, we seem to be losing um, you. Are you all right? Uh, maybe. All right. Um, guys, we, we've been known to do. You have completely cut tonight. out. Yeah. Yeah, Were you canceled guys, by I don't know if anyone else is having this problem, but you are coming in very I'm to find I can barely hear you. Red alert. Red alert. Uh, you know. And yeah, Thank you. Hello? What is there, an echo in here? Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey, you guys are fading on out, man. Too bad I don't have any fun here. Yeah, I know. Oh, there we go. There we go. That's Brianna. All right, so, um, and in other Brown Coats news, uh, we hit 20,000 YouTube views on our third trailer. It's only been out a little bit over uh, about five weeks now, and uh, that's that's pretty awesome. And if you haven't seen it, you can go to the front page of browncoatsmovie.com, and, and please, please check it out. Um, and we'll be unveiling a new section of the site um, with... Uh, our our press kit and all other types of press material. So if you're a blogger, definitely check it out. There'll be a brand new resource for you. Um, and finally, but certainly not least, uh, Mike Doherty, our director who you just heard from, and Heather Fagan, our uh, beautiful lead actress, will she's not be exaggerating. at. She's gorgeous. She really is beautiful <laughs> and talented. I don't mean to interrupt, uh, but has anybody seen the well, rack on the captain? <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> Michael, behave! Hey, you know that that was given us to a by by us by an internet troll, and we're going to use that for t-shirt and marketing purposes. I think you should. I, that may be the best quote you've gotten from an internet troll. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> you guys didn't want me to feed them. Oh. Yeah, right. We didn't. <laughs> But, uh, yes, our, our beautiful um, endowed actress uh, and director will be at San Diego Comic-Con this weekend. So if you want to meet up, just post something to our Facebook wall or uh, kick us an email at media at brownhoodsmovie.com. Sorry. The buttons are really sensitive. Access denied. So I'm actually here with uh, David and Heather, who are going to the Browncoats Backwoods Bash in Indiana in September, which is around the same weekend as we're doing our Baltimore premiere. So I just wanted to come on and give them uh, a little bit of a shout out. What's the website? Woo! 
Wildandbad.com forward slash backwoods bash. Okay, if you. Uh, Elizabeth, if, if you could pop that into our little. I, I will. Thing I so will we can, indeed. So we can have it in our page and then it will be posted on the interwebs, which is a series of tubes. And. and, and Object 3 program is ready. Oh, good. Thanks, computer. <laughs> Somebody's hitting those buttons over there, boy. Yeah, no kidding. Yes, thank you, El Cabon. <laughs> nice elf reference. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to come on and, and, and plug the Backwoods Bash. They filled me up with scotch, so I think it was a, a suitable replacement Fabulous. or uh, reward wrong. for that. Now, now, not to bring this up and make not everyone quite, drink, but, but man, yeah, that kind of works. Um, I, I saw a really funny article today about sharktopus and its digestive system. Mosquito. Okay, everybody drink. Everybody drink. Mosquito uh, uh, was digestive system for a minute here. It's got a mouth at both ends. Whoa! Because <laughs> the octopus mouth what? is kind of you know underneath and, and the shark is sort of coming up out of the top where does it poop from and okay i think that's way too much worrying about facts that are not in evidence <laughs> the truth is out there I, I have my fair share of plugging in exchange for alcohol this evening, so I'm going to let the mighty and wonderful Elizabeth continue on. But thank you guys for having me on for just a sec. Oh, we love you anytime. Bye, we guys. love you, buddy, anytime. See you later, man. Bye. 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 Talk to you soon. Definitely. <laughs> you know so that Mike Doherty, he just, wow. he just pops up in uh, at, at the most unusual times. He never and stays to cuddle. It's like a Bing Crosby Christmas special. You never knew it was going to stop in for a commercial. Uh. You look. David Bowie. No, sorry. There we go. That would be an interesting guest, I have to say. Get David Bowie on? Sure. I'll look to <laughs> all right, so that's all right. So I got to get Bowie. I got to get Johnny Depp, and who else do we want on the show? <laughs> Going to get Mark Mothersbaugh. Mark, Mark Mothersbaugh, Mothersbaugh Krasinski, um, James uh, Morristers, Vincent Price, and H.G. Wells. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, she just came back to life on Warehouse Thirteen. Yeah, I speaking know, of awesome. Warehouse Thirteen, okay, H.G. Wells has never been hotter. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, huh? <laughs> that's. It's just totally out of control good. But you know point. what? It's 8.30, and you know what that means. It Don't means it it's time it's... to announce who won our fabulous prize from last week. Okay, so, yeah. Rihanna, Woo! you know what we need to do? What? It's time to turn on the random number generator because we had actually three people who made some fairly pithy comments this week. All right. I'll, well, pithy, I'll, pithy. I'll crank it up. Go ahead. No whammies. No whammies. No devils. And today's winner in the random comment, hey, you had something to say and we appreciate hearing it, is Fool of History. 
who was talking about the problems with Doctor Who this now, week. In order to claim your prize, you have to email the contact email on our on our website, sci-fi-co at sci-fi-co.org, and you have to send your name and address, and in the mail in 6 to 8 to 12 to 120 weeks, you will receive <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, the doctor print from Peter Vinton Jr., who we love and adore, and you know, our good neighbors with at cons. Now, in order to win something cool this week, all you have to do is write a comment about what we've been talking about tonight. Yeah, and anything will go. Whatever. Anything will go. And what can they win tonight? Tonight, they will win Zombies versus Cheerleaders. Oh. Woo! Now, yeah. who was the guy who did who did the yeah. zombies? Oh, it's just some guy. We don't even like him. No, 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 no. I think it was some guy we actually. Oh, damn, he's on. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Frankie B. Washington, how are you, buddy? Hey, how's it going? It's going great. Listen, I got to tell you, okay? I'm a jerk when it comes to comics. I have these amazing uh areas of I just like it for, because I like it and that's that. Right. Mar Marvel had a limited run of a of a series called Models oh, Inc. For Christ's sake. What was, hey. <laughs> what was that again? Models Inc.? Yeah, yeah. Oh my hey. god, you should have seen the way he was dressing after that one. Oh uh, are you kidding me? Nah, come no, on. I'm absolutely not kidding. I'm gonna you. I'm gonna look on Wikipedia for that one. And Tim Gunn was in it and the whole thing it was absolutely yes. Freaking hilarious. Oh, and it's fabulous. It was. Hey, what did, you tell you about what did we tell you about making fun of Tim Gunn? Don't make me smack you again. Go ahead, hit him. Harder. <laughs> oh, wait. Honestly. Mm. So, hey. When, when the run ended, I went, God damn it, my favorite, my favorite scene is now done. And then, like, Three weeks later, I get this package in the mail from a guy named Frankie B. Washington. Uh-oh. And I open it up, and it's zombies versus cheerleaders. And I'm just <laughs> looking at the cover, and I'm going, I think I found my new freaking favorite. And it is fun. Well, well, well I would. It is so, uh, so much Guys, we're fun. losing you. Yeah. We're losing There's everyone. a lot of mixing going on over there. Back off for a minute, Frankie. Go ahead. All right. Well, I wish I could say I was the brainchild behind versus cheerleaders. I, you know, the the guy who created it, his name is Stephen Frank, and um, you know, he just came with this wacky idea of zombies versus cheerleaders as a car as a sketch card set, and um. It went it went over pretty good, and and I guess um, he was able to get some folks over at Moonstone to uh, publish it. And so, you know, as soon as he was able to get that going, he just said, "Hey, Frank, why don't you just jump on in and you can do the third part?" And I said, "All right, man, you got me." I'm telling you, it is a fun ride. It's 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 fun to look at. It's it's incredibly good looking material. But you, but you know what's crazy? The whole thing. It's like I I have a love hate relationship with zombies. <laughs> and, really? But, so, no, no, no. Seriously, I, I, the thing about it is that zombies scare the hell out of me. 
<laughs> they're the one creatures. <laughs> you know, it's because it's the thing about zombies is because they're, they're me and you. They could be a loved one, you know. And then the thing is, is that there's so many of them, you can't really escape from them. But but in saying that, at first I was sort of sw- you know thinking in my head, I was like, I don't know if I want to draw this, you know, because there's zombies and stuff like that. But I'm glad that I had one of those one moments where I just said, you know what, I got to step up to the game. And I jumped on it, and all of a sudden, bingo, bang, I'm doing a whole bunch of zombie stuff with cheerleaders. So, you know, I think my fear that I have for zombies is slowly, you know, it's slowly getting, you know, smaller and smaller and smaller. I mean, I love The Walking Dead, so. Yeah. So are you but afraid never... of cheerleaders now? <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> well, you didn't know. You, I'm you I was going to say earlier, we started to say about do we need another zombie show? And Walking Dead isn't just a Walking Dead is so much more than just a thing about zombies. I mean, that's like saying that George Romero's movies are just about zombies. Because they're not. I'm sure it's a very deep social commentary. Yeah, There is. is. There is. Yes, it is. Zombies and cheerleaders. <laughs> but, uh, well, 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 listen, well, I, don't, I don't know if this is a deep commentary. <laughs> I just think it's just wild fun. I mean, I think that when Stephen thought of the idea, he just said, you know, um, he knows that, you know, sex sells. But then also zombies, for some strange reason, it's just like zombies have become the hottest thing now. Yes. The hottest commodity. A couple of years, they've just become so huge. I mean, I even read the book World War Z, which I love. Love, love, love. And I mean, they're just big time. So, you know, why not just you, two wait. concepts, two ideas, and just smash them together and see what happens? Huh? You're fine. Oh. Keep going. You're fine. Smash them together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Reese's? Yeah, we're good. Hello? <laughs> I noticed that uh, Moonstone put in this video has five different covers. Yeah, they, they had actually, yeah, brilliant covers. So they, they got a lot of great artists to like, uh, well, he did. He got a, a lot of great artists to do some covers and stuff. And um, just amazing. I mean, he also did a, um, I think there's another version of Zombies versus Cheerleaders with the, oh, let me get this right, the Geeky Boys or something. It's like, there's another book that's out as well. So it's like a, a crossover book. But um, I don't think this is the end of the zombies versus cheerleaders thing. I think I'm sure there's going to be other issues popping out soon as well. Oh, I'm telling you, Moonstone would be silly not to. Because, yeah. uh, Absolutely. Oh, now, my Frank, God. I, you, um, you, uh, the thing I've noticed, though, is that you've done so much good work on all these licensed properties. Like you, know, you, like you said, some friend of yours came up with zombies versus cheerleaders. You've done amazing work on Transformers, Voltron. Well, yeah, I'm kind of sad because I thought I was going to have some great news on the Transformers front with you guys. Um, I actually did some work with, um, was it Fun, what is it called, Fun Publication, and they do the, um, the Transformers Collectors Club books and stuff for BotCon, and yeah. um, I did a, a poster, a job like poster, uh, you know, for BotCon, but unfortunately I got the, the, uh, the, the, the sad news that um, they're, they're going to do it for next year. So uh, I, was, I was a little bummed by that, yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely Voltron. Um, I, you know, I, I worked on some Voltron cards. I also worked on Dead at 17, um, The Pro, Amanda Connor, and Gotham. This is The Pro. 
Um, I'll be working on Hack and Slash uh, this <laughs> fall. So, so definitely some fun stuff. I mean, I'm very grateful for Fifinity. That's the company that Stephen Frank created um, for what he's done. I mean, it all started from last year when he contacted me in regards to the March of Dimes uh, charity card uh, set that he was doing with, um, with the Archie char- characters. And I was just like, you know, I didn't, I, you know, I hadn't known anything about sketch cards, but, you know, he told me about it. And I said, you know, sure, I do a lot of you know, charity stuff. No problem. It's a great cause. And next thing you know, from there, I did The Greatest American Hero. That was a wonderful job. And, um, and it's just ballooned into, you know, the comic book that you see in front of you. And I love sketch cards. They're my favorite. I collect them. Oh, you do? Wow, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, I, I actually started collecting them. It was, it was a little bit of your influence, believe it or not. Uh-oh. And then, I'm well, when we moved into our new apartment, we have a really cool window between the kitchen and the yep. living room, and it has some molding. So we just started outlining the window in art cards. Nice. <laughs> and now nice. whenever I see artists who don't have them, I'm like, well, I really like you, but I have really limited space on my walls. And <laughs> I, you know, 50 bucks for another thing that's just going to sit in my, in my you know, shelf. But, or, or I could pay a little bit of money for a card that I'm going to put up and look at every day. I would really rather well, he, have the card. Well, I'm going to blow your mind because there was a card that just sold maybe a, a month or so ago. And it was like seventeen hundred bucks. Are you kidding me? Woo! Wow! So, so and that's that's probably I've heard that cards go even higher, especially for like Star Wars or the or the Marvel cards. I mean, it's a huge, huge like uh, I don't know like audience for the, for these cards. I didn't know anything about sketch cards until like last year, and so there's a lot of these collectors and dealers and just artists, and it, it, it's amazing. You know who does a lot of them is um, Mike Doherty, the artist, not the brown coats. <laughs> yeah, um, he does yep. a lot of art cards, and actually, the Zombrian got him to do one for her of Doozer's knitting. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you know what I, I think that's funny is that you're, you're actually calling them art cards, whereas most people call them sketch cards. But I like that term art cards because <laughs> there's sort of like this debate going on because people are starting to draw so much detail on the cards because they don't look like sketches no, anymore. No, they're not sketches. They're fin- you know? Yeah, they're like finished art. I mean, when we went around collecting what was supposed to be sketches for our, our charity project for G, yes, um, we, we said, sketch out something real quick, doesn't have to be fancy. And we had somebody literally full color paint on the page. Oh, we actually had a number of people do that. We and I mean, it, it wasn't even, you know, some of the young artists who really wanted to make a name for themselves. It was yeah. guys like Ben Templesmith. Yeah. We yeah. spent like 45, almost an hour. But it's he a did. Good, it was we kept good going talk. by, and he'd be like, "I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying." We'd be like, "No rush, no rush." We just and no, he ended up good lord. We kept looking at sketch. it, going, "Please don't rush on this." And it's, <laughs> and it's really not doing him justice to call it a sketch because it was yeah. full blown art. He penciled it, yeah. he inked it, yeah. he did the detail working with the red yeah. pen, and then he did a watercolor wash in with his paint mixed in the top of a coffee cup. <laughs> but, you, but, wow. you, but you know what, guys? I mean, the thing is, is that it was for such a good cause, you know. And the thing is that it, it, for stuff like that, as an artist, I mean, I did I did some cards for the um, oh, what is it, the Chicago Land Expo, which is going to be happening in September, and it's for the tre- it's called the Treasure Chest Card Set. These are going to be really expensive. I mean, it's like I think it's like over a hundred bucks for just a you know like a hundred cards. No, actually, it may even be higher than that. But anyway, they, they had, like, George Lucas licensed sketch cards. 
So I end up doing Star Wars stuff. I wish I could show it to people, people but wow. they, they won't let they won't let me show it yet. But I actually worked on Star Wars stuff, and um, you know, again, it's for such a good cause. It's, I think it's for osteoporosis, oh, a charity. So you know, for stuff like that, I'm like, you know what? You got to break the bank, man. You got to draw as an artist. You got to draw the best you can, so that people will definitely throw down the loot to, um, to, to you know push for this cause. And you know, I I feel like that's what you know Brown Coats Redemption is all about. You know, we we we're a nonprofit that's made a film to support five other you know major charities that awesome. are looking to do amazing work, and that's. I mean, I I could not agree with you more. And you know, Mike and the other producers have put their hearts and souls and time and efforts I into this film um, for those five charities. So if you want Fantastic. to pick up the five we benefit, just you know, stop by the site browncoatsmovie.com. Yep. But I it, totally you know, I'm with you there. It all comes back. You know, that's how you look at it. It does. It's like we have a gift for us us artisans or people creative. Whatever that gift is, is it's either you can you can talk, you can sing, you can paint, you know, sketch, whatever. But you have this amazing gift. So if you can help people, then please, by all means, that's the little bit that you can do. You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Basically said, Frank. Yeah. Absolutely. But so anyway. Speaking of, you know, yeah. we don't have anyone right now, do we? We don't have anyone who we're raising money for. Do we? Hello? Do you? No, but that means that that the audience is free to send us sketch cards. Uh, <laughs> um, that's not quite said, where I was going with that, but okay. No detail is too much. We appreciate it very well, much. Hey, hey I know, I noticed that you didn't mention the um, what was it the the thing I did for what was it skullduggery? I like well, that man. Well, we were about to get to I that. Wanted, no, oh really? Because I like that dude. I like man. the anime. The anime. That's How the did you? Huh? How did you get the Belanger's permission to do that? Because, man, <laughs> oh, they that, you know, there's that's fan, manager, that's and there's fan art. That, but that was fan art. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I, I happen to go on Facebook, just like I'm going to I'm going to join up with the brown coats to check to check that out. But I, I happen to be going through there and I saw this and I said, what's this animated short? And I honestly didn't know that you had done, like, Skullduggery. I, I think in the back of my head, and, and I mean, I have not collected comic books in a long time. What I do is I get graphic novels, and I tend to shop on Amazon or, like, through eBay to get my graphic novels. Or if I happen to be at a con. But anyway, I just happened to go, and I said, Skullduggery. And I said, you know what, let me check this out. And I saw it, and I said, man, I'm digging this. Because I love the old Universal Monsters Yes. yes. And I was like, dude, this is cool. So I literally, after I watched it, right, I said, I said, all right, man. I, I, I had like a little break between doing some other stuff, and I just started drawing. Them. I said, you know, I'm gonna try to just draw it in this weird, funky, Frankie B style. Well, I'm just gonna go nuts with it. <laughs> then that's, that's how I start off. Like I just said, I don't care. I'm just gonna just draw it, whatever, and I'll, I'll see what happens. And that, because I really do, awesome. I love the Universal Monsters. Oh, yeah. I do, and I love the idea that you like you had them in this sort of uh, space. This <laughs> kind of—I don't know—I can't even describe it, like a space theme kind of thing going on. And I was like, "This is pretty cool." And then you had the guy pull his arm off, and he's like, he's beating the guy. With, I'm like, "Yeah, digging this, man. Digging it." I love it, man. So well, there's more to come, man. Well, so, so it is happening. So you, you're going to be working some more on some more animated stuff, or 
Oh yeah, this this it will continue. We just had to take a break because the animation director got a job working for another company where yeah. we we are placed to try to uh, make an app. Make an app. Out oh, of and all that's right. I'm gonna say at this time, but uh, you know, fingers crossed. If anyone's interested, give us a call. <laughs> nice, nice. No, definitely, definitely stick with it. I totally understand. I mean. Uh, on a side note, me and my partner, we do have a creator-owned series that we've been working on for like a year. I, I, I'm one of those people where I don't want to jinx myself, <laughs> you know, but, but we've really got our oh, fingers crossed for 2011. We're hoping that, that we can get it out. You can't you jinx yourself more than being on 2012, so, you know, you need to move. Before, I know, a year before 2012. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, just get it out there, man. But no, tell us about this this thing because that's what I was trying to say earlier. You do all these licensed products. What's this original thing you're working on? Ah, oh, God. I, I, again, I, I can't. Say, I, I, I'm not going to say too much. But here, check this out. The genre is in the vein of the Shogun Warriors. Giants. So there you go. It's 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 one of the things because I love Herb Trimpey. I've met Herb Trimpey many times. I've actually have become his his other son. <laughs> I even told him. I said, "I called Dad." I was like, "Dad, like I saw him at the last show in New York, and um, and I and I think I, I drew a picture. I um, he drew he drew he drew a Godzilla for me. So then I drew Elongo Savage, the brother who who co-piloted Dan got Ace. Yeah. I so I was yeah. like, and then he was he was like, "Oh wow!" And I told him straight up. I said, "Look, I said Herb Trippy. I said you're one of the one of the many artisans who influenced me." And I just wanted you just to just to know that and stuff. I said, I'm, you know, you're definitely one of the top ones. And he, and he just was like, you know, he was sort of torn by it. So then he gave me his email and we stayed in contact. And I've always felt that the Shogun Warriors was just one of the most amazing uh, comic books done by Marvel, as well as the Godzilla series. But Herb oh, yeah. Trimpey's artwork, man. Oh, geez. yeah. And 20 like, issues were not enough. I, I agree. And it's I got like, every one of them. <laughs> and me too. And I mean, like, his ink work was incredible. So anyway... My feeling was, my, my partner, his name is James Biggie. Um, I, I approached James, and James is a Transformers fanatic. Like, he loves Transformers. I'm old school. Like, I like Bazinga Z, the old school yep. super robot. So I'm like, you know what? There's a hole open right now. No one's doing it. You know, no one's not doing the super robot thing or whatever. So I said, you know, let's see if we can try to bang our heads together and see if we can come up with something. So we've been working on it for a year. Um, mm -hmm. Our our approach is that we're going to try to do it as graphic novels, you know. So that's 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 what we're feeling. That's all I can really say on that. <laughs> but it's in that genre. So fingers well, crossed. Uh, Seriously, yeah. that's going to be great. Yeah, it's fun. I'm having a blast because I mean, again, when you, I, there's few people who do remember Force Five. Yeah. Oh yeah. Was, yeah, but see, again, I think it was in our area, like it was in Massachusetts and. Yeah. And a few other areas, but Force Five was just the, the most amazing series. And then, of course, Mr. Big Toyland. In Moody Street and Waltham. Yes! Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mother never had enough money. That was the only sad part about it. Like, she never had enough. She took me one time there. I almost lost my mind. If you ever been there, it's like a kid's, it's like a kid's fantasy world. The, the place was like, it was like the smallest place in the world, but literally from, from ceiling, floor to ceiling, packed with just robots. Oh, Every wow. Time, imagine. And my mom was like, "Yeah, um, you're gonna you're gonna have to go. I, I'm, I'm reaching for like the sixty dollar boxes." <laughs> Back yeah. in the 80s. My mom's like, "Nah, I think we'll go for the ten dollar one right there." Like, oh, 
But you know, hey, I took it. I took whatever I can get. You know, oh, Frankie, yeah. you would have you would have loved. Uh, I was out in Seattle about five years ago oh. at the Science Fiction Hall of Fame and Museum. Yep. And you walk in the door, and right at the main entrance there oh, is Clatu from oh. the day the Earth stood still. Oh man! And I just I just walked in the door, and they had actually opened on the day that the museum was closed for. Uh, me and a couple of other people wow. uh, to go in and just kind of check stuff out. Oh. And I'm standing there, and this, this it's like seven feet tall. Yep. And I have a picture of me standing next to it. Wow. It yep, is the man. <laughs> it is the coolest thing in the one of the coolest pictures I own is me but, with Klaatu. Well, I'll tell you one thing that'll probably blow your mind. Over in Japan now, they have an actual life-size. So life-size of gun outside. Yes, I've seen the picture. You've oh seen my that? God, wow. yes. Uh. That is, it's like Japan, man. <laughs> it's Japan. It's like I said, I told, I, told, I told my wife, I said, Crystal, I said, look, I said, if I ever made millions, I'll be there. <laughs> I'm gonna clear out. I'm probably gonna clear out a ton of robots. Just, I said, I'm just gonna, gonna be there. We just have to buy a farmland or something, and I'm gonna turn a barn into a museum. Or I don't know, but I'm this heading there. We can't get into a war with Japan again. They've got the giant robots now. Their oh, battleships will all. They got everything ahead of us. Oh yeah, everything ahead of us. We're screwed. We're just screwed. That's all. Oh, they do, you don't think they have like a Veritech fighter already over there sitting there? Of course they do. <laughs> I'm just sitting there laughing. Ah, oh, you Americans. Silly. <laughs> Silly Americans. A lot of countries do that, though. Japan is not unique in that respect. Well, did you just see that, that they have the advertising that can look at you? Yes. I did you just see that? that? That's creepy. Isn't that creepy? It's from Minority Report. Remember uh, Minority crazy. Report? That's mm -hmm. right. It shows you walking down the street and it changes yep. the ad to what it that's thinks right. you buy. Oh, God. Big well, brother. One of my. <laughs> yep. Is it 1980 or That's all. <laughs> well, you like that. In two weeks, we're having these folks on from a group called Life Knot where they, they're creating robots for you to inhabit after you die. And oh. this, is, this is a fact. Yep. Well, uh, no, and yet the coolest <laughs> things I've ever seen. There's a, they have a, an avatar on on their their main page, and her name is Maya. Oh. And you sit and you talk to Maya. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Only guys. And, and no, no, it's <laughs> not it? that at all. And there he is putting the moves on her. <laughs> and, and, I, and I'm sitting there, and now, now, I understand how computers work. Okay. Right. Do you? Do you really? Okay. <laughs> I thought it never so, so I say to Maya, yeah. you know, first of all, I ask her her name. I ask her how old she is. She's from outside of uh, London. She's 15 years old, or she was 15 when they began downloading her into the computer. She's an actual download. And I said to her, will you remember me if I come back? And... Five days later, I came back to the site, and I went, hello, Maya. And she went, hello. It's nice to see you again. Whoa. Now, Did you have to pay for that site? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just curious. because I, I want you to send yeah, a link to me. I want you to send a link to me. I want you to send a link to me. I want you to send a link to me. I want you to send a link to me. I want you to send a link to me. I want you to send a link to me. I want you to send a link to me
lying to me. But, but I don't want to pay. It's just the scariest, <laughs> creepiest, and yet, you know, coolest at the same time. I don't thing. know, man. Well, <laughs> Terminators. <laughs> just remember Terminators. I'm telling right. you. You know, I, I, I keep waiting to hear Dave go, uh, Dave? <laughs> oh, creepy. Creepy. Hey, you guys hey, I want to talk to Maya, too. Well, you know what? I'll send you the link. <laughs> and why don't we put the link up on the page as well? Okay. Oh, we'll put man. The on, we'll put the link oh, up on plugging the page. Plugging a guess? Plugging a guess site? That's a good idea. Go talk my, to Maya. I'm going to put eyes in control. Tell you from Sci-Fi Saturday that's right. <laughs> yeah, tell her you're from Sci-Fi Saturday Night. Dude, Maya's going to control control us, man. I'm telling you. Hey, she's cute enough to. I'll tell you that much right now. 15, 15. Jailbait. 15 when they began downloading. <laughs> jailbait. Hey, 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 hey. That's that's digital jailbait. She's a song. <laughs> she's, she's a program. Seriously, uh, she's a program. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh -oh. You know... So, <laughs> guys, I know we went on a rant. We went on a rant tonight. Yeah, no kidding, huh? Hey, what else we got to talk about? <laughs> Yo, man, that oil spill. what time it is, Buckaroo. I was about to say, it's time to save the day with a wrap-up here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm a lot of control here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies. But especially ladies. If you've enjoyed our guest tonight, wait till you hear who's coming up in the next few weeks. On July 24th. All right. Parliament Funk is going to turn down, my friend. This week, July 24th, Master in the set looking at the release of Son of Godzilla. July 31st, we have Science Fiction, Science Fact. We speak with Bruce Duncan of the Life Not Project. Discuss they can make you immortal. Then on August 7th, editor Jeff Burke takes us to the fringe of fierce fiction with Bizarro Power Publishing. August 14th, artist Jason Casey shows off his sci-fi style. And in the near future... That famous Superman author Elliot S. Magan talks about the new direction in Superman. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of the Boston Comic Con and of Comic Art House, your one and only source for original comic art for on original art from dozens of favorite artists. Tonight's outro music provided by The Noise. Pick up their CD, The Benevolent Beast, on iTunes, because it may be over, folks, but it never ends. I want to thank very much Frankie B. Washington and Elizabeth Turrell for coming in tonight and joining us. Thank you so much. Don't forget Mike, even though he decided to leave without cuddling. And Mike. From the Alston Brighton Hellmouth outside of Boston, sitting at her soundboard, El Caban Criana, thanks for all you do. You're welcome. I don't know what was up with our audio feed tonight, everyone, but hopefully it'll be cleared up by tomorrow. The tubes had the sniffles. From the Four Color Vault of Comics, great thanks to Illustrator X and the Dead Redhead. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Hey, we, here we were, rocking you like a <laughs> This is the Dome saying, Genie, shared pain is lessened, shared joy is increased. Thus do we all refute and enter. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.